Welcome back to the Startup Showdown podcast, where we discuss pitching, funding, and scaling startups. Join us as we interview winners, mentors, and judges of the monthly $120,000 pitch competition powered by Panoramic Ventures. We also discuss the latest updates in software, Web3, healthcare tech, fintech, and more. Now sit tight as we interview this week's guests and their journey through entrepreneurship. Lee Cantor here, another episode of Startup Showdown Podcast, and this is going to be a good one. But before we get started, it's important to recognize our sponsor, Panoramic Ventures. Without them, we couldn't be sharing these important stories. Today on Startup Showdown, we have Ala Adam with Biohack Yourself. Welcome. Thank you so much, Lee. Happy to be here. I am so excited to get to know you and learn more. Before we get too far into things, though, tell me about Biohack Yourself. How, how are you serving folks? Well, I'm a lean startup and VC coach, as well as a negotiator, investor, and author. And I embrace all these roles via Biohack Yourself. And so, then, but what, what's uh-huh. your backstory? How'd you, get it, how'd you get it to here right now? Like, uh, what have you been doing up to this point to get to the point you are today? Well, I started investing in startups in 2003. Back then, it was not so popular. And I was one of the very few early bird investors, I guess I can say, in Bitcoin. And um, at that time, I decided also to try to be a founder. So I ended up founding a search and selection business in Europe. Now we call it HR tech, but at that time, we didn't have this fancy words. So, um, yeah, I ended up thinking, how, how can I implement and use the five languages that I speak fluently on a daily basis? So it led me to the idea of coaching and mentoring and authoring three playbooks on coaching, investing, and negotiations, respectively. So pretty much my story in brief. <laughs> now, what do you enjoy most about working with startups and startup founders? You know, I really enjoy and admire the courage of founders, like their insatiable curiosity, their hunger for progress. I truly believe that startups are the best form of business that the humankind was able to come up with. Now, having worked with uh, uh, a lot of these folks, is there kind of some mistakes you see them making where you're like, oh, here we go again. Why do they keep doing this? I think that all mistakes they're making for most are the very first mistakes, very first started founders mistakes. So that's okay. And a lot of them are actually learning super fast. So um, in this case, mistakes become lessons. So I won't say that the mistakes that they're making are annoying or shall not be there. No, they shall be there. Everyone makes mistakes when hiring the team or fundraising or um, casting the MVP, right? So that's all okay. And it's not about the quantity of the mistakes. It's about the quality. So the point is to make like smarter mistakes every single time you make a mistake, right? Fail better, like fail often and fail better. And then maybe for your own mental health to reframe mistake as learning. Mm-hmm. A mistake is a lesson. 
it is a lesson. Essentially, you make it, you understand that it's a mistake. It's like you are aware that you will not repeat it and you label it as a lesson. And essentially, you can transform it into the lesson not only for you, but for someone else as well. You can teach somebody else. Like I am mentoring startups, so I'm helping them not to make the same mistakes again, pretty much, or avoid mistakes in the future. Now, among the superpowers you uh, have are uh, skills in negotiation. Is there any advice you can give a startup founder or founder when it comes to negotiation, whether it's in a sales uh, perspective or even maybe from a getting investor perspective? Mm-hmm. My advice would be ask questions, like get very curious about your counterparty prepare, like invest a lot in preparation, ask questions and be silent most of the time. Listen, really listen. It's called active listening. Just apply the skills of active listening. Ask questions. Why questions? Ask what questions? Ask how questions? Don't try to be smarter than you really are. Like if you don't know something, something, say, well, I can't give you the answer right now. I will be able to do it tomorrow, for example, or give me some time. Now, how do you um, coach people up when it comes to being coachable? Because that's a lot of this too, right? Like uh, someone's not going to invest in a business that they don't feel the founder is coach- isn't coachable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have a strong belief that every single human is coachable. The point is to express it. We, none of us is perfect. We all lack certain skills, different skills. In one skills, you know, we're better. One set of skills, the other set of skills, we completely suck. So I would say the point is to establish your areas for improvement for yourself. And afterwards, be open for coaching. Again, it's, um, I really don't believe that there is a human on this planet among all the 8 billion of us who is not coachable. No, I don't believe that it's true. So you think that everybody is coachable and it's up to the coach to kind of find a way in to to find the way that to communicate best with them? Absolutely. Everybody is coachable. It's up for a person, for a coachee to be open for coaching. Say, I have no idea how this is actually going to help me, but I am open. Let's try it. And it's about the coach to find the ways, pinpoint the exact ways that actually are suitable for this coachee. Now, in part of your journey thus far, you've, um, you're an author. Uh, how did that come about? Well, um, pretty much my clients have been asking me a lot of questions about how they can become coaches, how they can become investors, and how they can become better in negotiating. And I decided to write playbooks, which are very practical books with like exact guideline pretty much so um 
that's it, demand proposition. I understood that the demand was there and I decided to write this playbook. Actually, I'm working on uh, my fourth playbook right now. So we'll see. Now we'll wh- see the world yeah, <laughs> later on in November. What is your writing process like? Because, uh, you know, a lot of people say they want to be an author, but it's, it's to have written several books like you have is pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. What is your process for writing a book? So my secret formula is sit down, silence your phone, like put it on airplane mode and write until, you know, the little blood drops appear on your forehead, pretty much. I write my books very fast. Like I can invest up to 10 hours per day with some breaks for eating, you know, using the restroom, whatever, walking my dog. And afterwards, I write. I write them fast. And then I check, fact check, do all kinds of additional research, do some types of interviews, you know, search for some additional information. So the part of writing does not take me so long. And it's not... um, it's not exhausting at all. It's like a game. It's actually very interesting to see how the words are forming in sentences on the paper. Um, I tend to actually use um, the paper to write write it down, not type it on the computer. So and, the first uh, step is yeah. you, you just get it all out of your head as quickly as possible, and then you go back in and then just edit it. Don't and- let anything to disturb you. Any type of business meetings, nothing. I block specific time slots for my writing. And nobody, not my partner, not my dog, nobody can disturb me during during this time. So, yeah, and get it all out. And then shape it. It's like, you know, Michelangelo, I think, was the one who um, actually said it that... um, it's the um, it's the rock, right? That contains the sculpture. I just help it to get out. So um, I have the same attitude towards writing books. Like I already wrote it in my mind. I just need to get out, get it out on paper. Now, how did you hear about Startup Showdown and Panoramic Ventures? How'd that get on your radar? Well, one of my business connections, uh, a fellow investor actually suggested that this might be an interesting new mentoring opportunity for me. For me. And I heard about Startups Showdown when um, they were doing their very first competition, pitch competition. So, yeah, one of the very first mentors. So I decided to give it a try. And uh, so far, I really enjoyed this experience. Now, um, what advice would you give uh, a startup going through Startup Showdown to get the most out of the experience? Is there anything that you would recommend in terms of preparation or, um, you know, how they should attack it or get the most or learn from it? I would recommend to shorten the pitch to pretty much a one-pager and not go through the slides with the mentors but just give that general overview, use maximum three minutes for it, 
be fast, be energetic, and afterwards ask a bunch of questions. Like literally have a list of 100 questions for your mentors because per day you get four mentors. That's the maximum for startup founders. And make sure that all of your mentors answer all of your questions because you are not there for getting the feedback uh, regarding your pitch deck because your pitch deck is going to suck anyways. It's going to be imperfect no matter what you do. So it actually doesn't matter that much. A lot of most successful founders probably that I know, um, they just ditch the pitch deck during the pitch and they say, okay, let's stop it here. Let's just talk. So this is why we created the startup. This is what we need right now. This is how we plan to grow. And then they get the investment. So don't get fixated on PowerPoint. Um, make it short and make sure to ask a lot of questions. Now, in your practice, part of what you do is coaching for startup uh, founders. Is there a niche <laughs> that you specialize in or are you kind of industry agnostic when it comes to startup coaching and mentoring? I specialize mostly in um, coaching um, regarding that topic of investment. So how to raise the fund, no matter if it's pre-seed or series A or series B or post-IPO or actually how to do the IPO or SPUC or uh, M&As. So... Everything, all topics about money, let's put it this way. How to get it, how to manage it, how to make sure to get more and multiply it. But as well as everything else, uh, including building the team, including negotiations with investors, negotiations with co-founders, negotiations with key team members. Yeah. Now, is there any one piece of advice you would give um, a startup founder when it comes to negotiating, when it comes to specifically uh, to take a deal or not take a deal? Are there certain red flags or green lights that you can uh, let people know to either pay attention to and they'll be on the lookout for? I would say ask investor why they want to give you money. That's a very unusual question because investors are kind of keen to hear something like, okay, well, we need money, just give us money and we will be happy. No, ask, be curious about why they want to give you this specific sum of money or in case they want to become the lead investor, ask them. Make sure of what, what exactly is behind it. What kinds of goals they actually assign you consciously or unconsciously. That's probably the most important um, negotiation tip. As for red flags, there are, I mean, you will uncover the red flags with the question why. Because if the investor plans to get the return on investment in, let's say, six months, that's probably not doable. So, so in this case, you just don't accept the offer. Right. By asking why, then you can really get to the heart of what they need and what they want and what they see in the opportunity. Yeah. 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 
And startup founders very rarely ask this question. Like, why is it important for you? Why do you actually want to give money to me, to us, to our startup, not 20 billion startups that are in the world, right? So if somebody wants to learn more and have a more substantive conversation with you or somebody on your team, what is the best way to find you or get a hold of you? LinkedIn. I'm on LinkedIn. Anybody can send me the direct message or shoot a connection request, and um, I always answer. I read all my messages and always answer. Well, congratulations on all your success, and thank you so much for sharing your story today. You're doing such important work, and we appreciate you. My pleasure. Thank you very much. All right, this is Lee Cantor. We'll see you all next time on Startup Showdown. As always, thanks for joining us and don't forget to follow and subscribe to the Startup Showdown podcast so you get the latest episode as it drops wherever you listen to podcasts. To learn more and apply to our next Startup Showdown pitch competition, visit showdown.vc. That's showdown.vc. All right, that's all for this week. Goodbye for now.